A couple Bruins players finished quite high in NHL regular season awards voting, and I'm going to talk about who might be the next Bruin to win one of these major awards. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode as well as the bonus video content that is posted on the Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube channel whenever something big breaks. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, last night, in between's game, in betweens, in between games three and four of the Stanley Cup final, uh, some of the major NHL awards were handed out in Tampa. We already knew that Patrice Bergeron won his record-setting fifth Selkie Trophy earlier this month, but Jeremy Swayman and Charlie McAvoy earned some love from voters here on Tuesday. Jeremy Swayman was named the NHL's all-rookie team goaltender, earning 190 of a possible 196 votes from the Professional Hockey Writers Association, edging out the likes of Alex Nedeljkovic, uh, Kapokakinen, Spencer Knight. Uh, the 23-year-old is the first Bruin to make the all-rookie team since Charlie McAvoy in 2017 and 2018, the first Bruins goalie to be named to the team since Andrew Raycroft uh, in 2003-2004, the year in which Raycroft won the Calder Trophy. Speaking of the Calder Trophy, the Alaska native finished fifth in voting for the Rookie of the Year award. With 210 points, uh, he earned two first-place votes. Uh, ahead of him finished Detroit's Moritz Sider, who won the Calder Trophy, uh, followed by Anaheim's Trevor Zagras, Toronto's Michael Bunting, and Detroit's Lucas Raymond. Swayman finished his first full NHL season with a record of 23-14-3, a 2.41 goals against average, which was 6th in the NHL. A 9.14 save percentage, which was ninth, And also 3 shutouts. And the playoffs went 3-2 and two with a 9.11 save percentage. So, uh, great that Swayman was honored in this way. And certainly has a bright 
future ahead of him. Charlie McAvoy earned his first postseason All-Star team nod as well. He finished fourth with 286 points to grab a spot on the second team. He finished behind Colorado's Kale McCarr, Nashville's Roman Yossi, and Tampa Bay's Victor Hedman. He's the first Bruins defenseman named to a postseason All-Star team since Zdeno Chara in 2013-2014. Now, speaking of fourth-place finishes, that's how he ranked in the Norris Trophy voting as well. Uh, He earned one first-place vote and finished with 358 points uh, to rank fourth behind winner Kale McCarr, uh, Yossi, and Hedman rounding out the the top three. It was the highest Norris finish yet for McAvoy. He finished fifth last season and tenth in 2019-20. He set career highs in games played with 78, 10 goals, 46 assists for 56 points, uh, 24 minutes, 38 seconds per game, and he is definitely rising when it comes to being recognized as a bona fide Norris Trophy candidate. Uh, Now, elsewhere, Patrice Bergeron finished in a tie for 7th among centers in the All-Star voting. David Pasternak ranked 5th among right-wingers. Somehow, Bruins goalie Tuka Rask received a third-place vote uh, for the NHL All-Star team, despite appearing in only a few games and having uh, like an 840-something save percentage. So whoever voted there uh, kind of off the rocker a little bit. Now, uh, Swayman, like I said, he finished... Fifth in Calder Trophy voting, two first place votes, three second place votes, 14 third place votes, 22 fourth place votes, and 33 fifth place votes. Moritz Sider, uh, definitely the runaway winner in my mind. I would have voted for him if, uh, if I had a vote in that category. When it comes to Norris Trophy voting, McAvoy earned one first-place vote, seven second-place votes, 22 third-place votes, 55 fourth-place votes, and 24 fifth-place votes. He finished well behind Victor Hedman, almost 600 points behind him, and about 110 points ahead of Adam Fox, who won the award previously. So congratulations to both Swayman, McAvoy for some well-earned love from voters, and of course, Patrice Bergeron, who won the Selkie earlier on. Here in a moment, I'm going to talk about which Bruins might be next to actually win some NHL hardware. But first, a quick word about Rock Auto. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You can save time and money by using Rock Auto. They're a family-owned business, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. In this economy, why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you can get them from Rock Auto, whose prices are always reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. We had a very old Honda Odyssey a few years ago, and I was able to find a gas cap. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solutions for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. I started a look back at Don Sweeney's draft history. So if you missed those earlier this week, go check those episodes out. We'll continue that with a look at the 2017 draft, probably tomorrow. And if you have any mailbag questions that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, feel free to send those in at Locked NHL Bruins or at Ian C. McLaren. Now, the Bruins took home one major NHL award this year, that being the Selkie Trophy, won by Patrice Bergeron, uh, and then finished fifth at Calder, fourth in Norris Trophy voting. Toronto Maple Leafs center Austin Matthews won the Hart Memorial Trophy as the most valuable player. Also, the Ted Lindsay Award as top player voted by the NHLPA. Other winners included Kale McCarr, the Doris Trophy, Cider, Calder Trophy. And it made me wonder when we might next see a Bruin win a major NHL award. I think the logical place to look would be on the blue line where Charlie McAvoy continues to rise in Norris Trophy voting. Now, it's going to be tough for him to take home that award next year, seeing as he's going to begin the season on the injured list, recovering from shoulder surgery, likely going to miss the first couple months of the season. So he would have to come out gangbusters right out of the gate and put up some pretty big numbers in limited time in order to win it next year. I could see him winning a Norris Trophy at some point in his career, but probably not for a couple years because of that injury situation. Jeremy Swayman earned some love as Rookie of the Year. Obviously, he will now step up into the Vesna uh, voting. And again, it's going to be tough for him to assert himself as a Vesna Trophy candidate because of the aforementioned injury to Charlie McAvoy. Matt Grizzlick will be out to start the year. Mike Riley will be out to start the year. 
Brad Marchand will be out to start the year. Uh, so overall team defense may suffer. We'll have to see who the new head coach is and whether or not their new system is able to give Swayman a boost. Also, he splits time with Linus Olmark. And generally, Vesna Trophy winners are guys who play the majority of games and who post stellar numbers in that regard. So, I don't know if Swayman will be the next to win a major NHL award. David Posternock split the Richard Trophy a couple years ago with Alex Ovechkin scoring uh, 48 goals in 70 games in 2019-2020. This year's Richard winner was Austin Matthews. And his goal rate was, uh, he hit 60 goals this season in uh, 73 games. So just an absurd goal per game rate. And uh, David Pasternak, you know, he started off slow this past season in... Uh, the 2022 portion of the season, he did uh, step up and score quite a few goals for the Boston Bruins, uh, not quite matching Austin Matthews, but putting up a pretty impressive uh, goal per game mark of uh, of his own and just looking at the numbers here from january 1st to the end of the season david Pasternak ranked fourth in the nhl with 32 goals chris Kreider had 33 kirill kaprizov at 35 and uh matthews had 40 goals in 46 games so matthews might have to take a step back Pasternak will have to score at an even better rate in order for him to win uh, the Richard Trophy next season. It's going to be a tough task. So what else is there? Well, we've seen in the past new head coaches who come in and exceed expectations. Generally, do well when it comes to Jack Adams Trophy wins. Uh, Bruce Cassidy winning back in 2020. He's, of course, now with Vegas. And uh, a stellar season for the Golden Knights could put him in that conversation. Whoever comes in for the Bruins, if with all those injuries to begin the season, they remain in the playoff picture. And then when those guys come back, they jump up even further. Perhaps that coach could be in the Jack Adams conversation. And it would take, typically it takes a heroic effort from your goaltenders in order to boost the coach as well. So going back to Swayman, possibly even Olmark, having the season of their lives, that would boost 
the coach's chances of winning a Jack Adams. If you look at Calder candidates, you have a young guy in Fabian Lysel who could crack the Bruins roster next season. If he blows away the competition, then he could be in line for a Calder trophy. It's a tough task. Um, not sure if I see that happening. So if we're looking at who is the next Bruin to win an NHL award, my money would be on McAvoy. But again, because of his injury situation, it probably won't be in 2023. might be 2024 um, at the earliest. But he's my choice for next Bruin to likely win an award. Again, the coach could come in and have an amazing first season and uh, take that hardware. Swayman or Allmark could step up. Uh, Lysel could come in and just come in guns blazing, scoring at will, win the Calder Trophy next year. Um, I can't see... Well, let's say this as well. If Patrice Bergeron does come back, could he win a sixth Selkie Trophy? I don't see why not. This past season, he was unbelievable and really played some of the best two-way hockey of his career. So if he does decide to come back, then he probably will be in that conversation. He's a perennial finalist, and if he does come back, you know he's going to you know, put in a full effort as he does the only wrinkle may be if he takes his time making a decision and doesn't come back till november december then perhaps that would put him back in the voting but if he comes back plays a full year then i could certainly see him in the running for another selkie trophy beyond that mcavoy for norris at some time in the next two three years i think is very very possible before we end with some news and notes from around the NHL, quick word about betonline.net, your number one source for all betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's ongoing Stanley Cup Final and the Major League Baseball regular season. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NHL podcast. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. You can hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday, free and available 
wherever you get podcasts. Game four of the Stanley Cup final goes tonight in Tampa. Uh, Avalanche center Nazem Kadri continued to making progress in his recovery from a thumb injury. He joined teammates for an optional skate on Tuesday. Uh, Andre Burakovsky remains in Denver receiving treatment for a suspected hand injury. So if neither of those guys suits up for Colorado tonight, we could see a tied series uh, going back. Nathan McKinnon has not been able to score in the first three games of the Stanley Cup Final, raising some concern among Avalanche fans and observers. Uh, But he's trusting in himself. No time to doubt, uh, he's saying. And uh, a huge, huge game uh, for the Stanley Cup finalists uh, tonight. When it comes to players who might be available in trades heading into the draft or this offseason, Darren Drager reports the Vancouver Canucks are interested in listening to offers for JT Miller and Brock Besser. Miller, 29, coming off a career-best 99-point season. He's one year away from unrestricted free agency. Uh, Besser is a 25-year-old with restricted free agent and arbitration rights. Everybody should be interested in JT Miller, including the Boston Bruins. Apparently the Canucks aren't interested in draft picks. They're just looking for good young NHL players. Not sure if the Bruins really have that to offer. Um, They did sign a Russian player from the KHL yesterday to kind of boost their forward ranks. Uh, but they will be a team to watch this offseason uh, for sure. The Bruins, again, don't really have a ton of money to add any free agents this summer. And when we talk about guys that need to sign, Bergeron hopefully, Lazar possibly, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't re-sign him just for cap purposes. But one guy that I haven't been aware of that is a restricted free agent in need of a new contract is Jack Stanika. Um, It's going to be very interesting to see what the Bruins do with him this offseason. Do they re-up with him, give him a shot to crack the NHL lineup with perhaps a big hole left by Bergeron? Or do they package him in a trade to bring in some help down the middle. You know, it would take more than Stanika to land a meaningful center, uh, but he could certainly be part of a package. Jack Ashan also needs a new contract as an RFA. While the Bruins pretty loaded when it comes to defensemen with contracts already, uh, you know, they have eight guys under contract next season on the blue line pending any trades uh, which could come up involving a Mike Riley, a Matt Grizzlick, um, maybe Brandon Carlo, but uh, I really doubt that. 
Anyways, that is today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins, my friends. I hope you are having a great week. Wednesday already, all downhill to the weekend from here. New ep- new season of Umbrella Academy dropped on Netflix, which I'm excited to check out. Season finale, series finale of Obi-Wan. And uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Badness, also dropped on Disney Plus up here. I didn't get a chance to see that in theater, so I'll probably check that out. Uh, There's a new Weezer album, Summer Season. I've been really enjoying uh, Judah and the Lion Revival. Check that out on Spotify if you're looking for some music to get you going today. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to continue the series on Don Sweeney's draft history. And who knows, maybe we'll get some word at some point as to whether or not he has been officially extended. Congrats again to McAvoy Swayman for the well-earned love in uh, awards voting and uh, bright future ahead for both of those guys. And again, Charlie McAvoy, if he doesn't win a a Norris at some point in his career, uh, something has gone wrong or Kale McCarr just... uh, remains this dominant for the remainder of his career. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.